You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I'm not the only damn Indian on the line. One of our favorite damn Indians is on the line, Miss Donna Ritchie. How are you, Donna? Hey, Kelly. I'm good. I sure have been missing you guys. I know. We've been missing you, too. Of course, uh, we all know Donna from Sip Happens, which is still wildly popular on our podcast. Uh, and Donna and her husband, Scott, also own and operate Warrior Mart and Better Spirits in Anadarko. And Donna's also a CIS coordinator, <laughs> so they're very, very busy. <laughs> and uh, so one of so the things busy. I wanted to talk to you about today, Donna, first, how are, how are you guys doing down there uh, with, with everything? Hey, we're, I think we're doing just like everybody else is. You, we take it day by day. Everything's a little bit different every day. Um, you know, you think you're getting used to a new norm, but it's really not. It's something changes the next day, so... But you just take it, you know, we just take it as it goes and try to try to do it with a good attitude. What else can we do and stay safe, right? Let's talk about staying safe at a, two of the busiest points in Anadarko, which is which is the Warrior Mart and Better Spirits. How are you noticing people there taking precautions or not? Oh, gosh, you know, Kelly, uh, Kelly we see kind of the both people are. Um, kind of like you see everywhere. There's some people that take it seriously, some people that don't. Um, we try to do what we can to follow. We just, you know, I'm a proactive person. So since I believe it was January, beginning of January, I had to go to DC and this was, you know, this was opening up. And so I was well aware of what was going on um, with this virus. And I remember like not wanting to travel at that time. And looking for masks and things like that. So we've tried to take a proactive response on it from the beginning and just, you know, be aware, be safe, you know, make sure you're keeping things clean um, and things like that. So and just making sure our staff knows um, what's going on. So Scott's really good. He, you know, he's got the update. He's got it for retail stores. Um, so he'll print stuff off and take it over you know, next door daily, just about daily. If something's new and changes on, you know, now they're saying it's good to wear a mask before it was don't wear a mask, only sick people wear a mask. So, um, you know, and just trying to teach, tell people to wash their hands, you know, more often. Um, but yeah. And as far as people coming in and out, there are a lot of people that are safe, you know, they're kind of real cautious about what they're doing when they're coming into the stores and, um, and some of them aren't <laughs> they're, uh, I'm always, I'm always amazed to like, I don't know, girl, I, you know, I've got my girls here at home. Um, Scott's the one that mostly goes out. He is our public point of contact. So, uh, otherwise no one else is going out. And so I'm always amazed that we still see, you know, young kids are coming in and out of the store grabbing the door handles, things like that. But, and I, I just think, Ike, I'm glad we just wiped that down not too long ago. <laughs> so now let's talk about the etiquette in the package stores now, because used to, and we talked about this on them damn Indians about being in the bank with a mask on. I mean, generally that's frowned upon when you're in a package store. And so are you seeing number one, are you seeing an increase in people coming in with more masks into better spirits and 
are are the is there an increase? Are you noticing an increase in people stocking up? Yeah, the increase in people stocking up is is definitely um, happening. Um, I think you know daily they're worried that we won't be considered essential, and you know I don't know all the parameters on that. I just know we follow what the State Department puts out, what the U.S. puts out. Uh, city managers been in, um, our emergency management guy has been in. You know, just making sure we're staying compliant, doing what we're supposed to do so that we can stay open. So that's kind of, you know, we're always worried about um, making sure we're available for everyone um, as well. No, no business wants to be closed either at any time. And so we're always trying to make sure everybody does what they can so that we're staying compliant so people can come in. So people are worried about not being able to um, you know, have access or, uh, so we, we hear it just about every day. Y'all, y'all aren't going to be able to be open. I'm going to get what I need. So, you know, everybody might have their reasons that might be their excuse. I don't know. <laughs> um, or they may be really worried about, you know, not having access to that as well. And well, then utilizing, you know, the Everclear that, that, uh, people are making their, um, uh, uh, hand sanitizer because that's hard to come by. I'm sure everybody knows that it's, it's hard to find hand sanitizer anywhere. So that seems to be something that's pretty popular over making sure that we keep in stock. But, but yeah. And, and as far as the masks go, we haven't really seen an increase in people coming in and wearing masks. Um, and a lot of the masks that they do have are the, are the ones that a lot of, you know, local people have been making for them that they're wearing, um, but haven't seen a big increase in that just yet. You know, it's interesting to me, and I can't stress this enough, why does the entire family have to go out? Yeah. This is, you know, we're, we're, feel, we're getting into the peak of this, and it's going farther and farther and farther out in rural America because nobody's heeding the advice. Yeah, it's so true. I don't, I don't know. And, and that's funny, you know, my girls are grown basically, and I still won't let them go anywhere. I just, I just feel the need to, I don't know, I guess, you know, <laughs> stay in. Well, uh, I'd rather be though. safe. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine taking the whole family out. I, okay. I can, if you're bored, you want to get out and drive, but yeah, to stop in or to go grocery shopping or you know, grab something to eat, anything that puts you in front of other people. I don't, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm surprised so many people are. I'm really shocked that there are so many people who think that your businesses would ever shut down. I mean, commerce has to go on. There are businesses Mm -hmm. that are going to have to operate and gas stations and for health reasons, uh, package stores are going to operate. Dispensaries yeah. are going to operate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely on that list. So let's talk about, like, recovery. Have, has this really made a huge impact? Have you really seen an increase in your customers? Or are you kind of seeing people stay in? Or just kind of steady as it always has been? 
No, um, we really, we've seen a decrease. You know, if you think about sales, you know, we don't have as many sales. So, so people are listening. Um, you know, people are listening. We don't, they aren't getting out. They're not on their way to school um, as far as, you know, stopping in next door. Um, so it, it's definitely making an impact. Um, you know, it makes, it makes us nervous as I'm sure all small businesses all over are get very nervous um, about that, especially when, you know, again, you have to keep operating and, and figuring out, you know, we're talking every day on, you know, okay, well, what do we do if, if we need to do this, you know, luckily, you know, the store next door, we're equipped for drive through, you know, we've talked about, okay, how can we be equipped to meet people's needs if we're, you know, locking the door at the liquor store, but you know, one thing that we've noticed on both of our stores, there's never more than, you know, six or 10 people in there at a time. I guess customers, I should say, next door at Warrior Mart, you might have six customers in there, but, you know, never really 10. You always have a couple of people working, but, um, you know, just to stay that six feet away from from each other. But, you know, even even in better spirits, we we hardly ever have you know, unless it's Thanksgiving <laughs> or New Year's <laughs> Eve, you know, then you might see 10 people in there or 12. Um, but otherwise it's, you know, it's pretty, there's, it's the, the door just goes back and forth. It swings back and forth with just a few people coming in at a time. So that's kind of been helpful, but, but yeah, I think this will, de- this definitely has an impact on our businesses. And I, you know, I know our other local businesses um, are definitely seeing that, that impact. Um, and what we can do. So, you know, what whatever's available that the government can do, we're, you know, we're going to look into that, whatever, whatever we can do to make sure our employees are still working, that we're still operational, that, you know, people can still get gas, things like that. If we just all do our part. I think it'd be just so helpful. I think you're absolutely right about that. And I think that it's going to take everyone. I don't, I think it's detrimental for some of us to listen and some of us not to listen. How about we all listen at the same time and ride this out a lot faster? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the last couple of minutes, I want to talk to you about your mindfulness moments. Hey, I love my mindfulness moments. So so let's, (laughs) let's talk about. Um, that, All right. And well, let's talk about how people can access that. Yes. So that is actually a support we provide with our communities and schools. So now I'm talking kids, right, and our and our students that we get to do. Um, and that's a support we provided at the or I provided there at the middle school through our communities and schools. And if you guys aren't you listeners aren't familiar with what that is, Google it. We have it here in Mid America here at Anadarko Public Schools. It's funded by the NIEA, and um, we really just meet the needs of the kids and, and their families and really focus on making sure that um, they complete school. That's basically what the overall goal is. So making sure they're successful, basic needs, um, you know, all those kinds of things, just rounding out, rounding out the kids. And so at our school, we wanted to make sure we had, um, we improved the positive climate, you know, the the climate in the school and, and increase that positivity um, relationship building. And so, you know, mindfulness is just so good for that. And mindfulness is just being aware of, you know, who you are, what your thoughts are at the moment. It's being in the moment. Um, we add some gratitude in there. Um, so just thinking of something that you're grateful for that, you know, we all are grateful for our families and, 
and food and, you know, things like that. But sometimes we forget the little things that to have gratitude for and that, that those things are important. And then um, we finish it with just a little bit of guided breathing just to teach our students and our staff how to, uh, you know, again, refocus or upshift whenever we're stressed. Sometimes we seriously just need to stop and breathe <laughs> and, you know, get that oxygen to our brain and our bodies and all the good things that it does that it provides for the for us. So we did that at school right after the moment of silence every day. So in order to reach, you know, as many kids as I could, I felt like using the Facebook live platform um, through my teaching, teaching site that I usually utilize because it's open to everyone and it focuses on that, um, that hopefully I'd be able to reach, you know, our families and our, our students and our staff. Um, in that way. So yeah, every morning about 8.05, you know, sometimes it's 8.10, some, sometimes it might be 8.15. <laughs> um, Monday through Friday, I'm trying to just just do it. And the other thing I'm going to reach out to your listeners for um, is to, to find me. And, you know, I really want to focus on um, Native American quotes. You know, I, I don't mind quoting Albert Einstein. I don't mind, you know, quoting Hippocrates, but I'd really rather have some good modern native folks that I can quote a positive quote. So, you know, we've used Wilma Mankiller, we've used Billy Mills. Um, but so if you guys, if anybody out there has resources for me, I would really like to put that together. Uh, you know, you can Google native American quotes or current modern native American people, and you're still going to get sitting bull, which is great. I'm not, don't, don't shoot me, but, you know, I really want my kids to be able to focus on positive mentors and people, you know, at the present time too. not only just history, because we're not just about history. So, you know, we're trying to teach our kids to look forward um, and not, you know, be forward thinking. We, we know what, what how our past makes us who we are, um, but really looking at the people who are making a way for us, too. So if anybody's got any good quotes, send them my way. I will use them. Heck yeah, that's all you had to say. We have all kinds of books and different things, and we have a lot of listeners yes. across the globe. So y'all heard that. You got a call to action. Post that's those right. uh, awesome quotes by natives and contemporary natives too. Yes, yes, definitely. That's what I'm looking for. Our kids, someone that our kids can see too today. You know, they need they need to see that today too. Absolutely. Well, Donna, thank you so much. And tell Scott, thank you so much for doing what y'all do and continuing to serve the Anadarko community like you always do. And uh, please be safe and do what you can to uh, encourage those folks around you to stay home. And uh, we'll check you in bet. with you here in a week or so. You bet. Thanks. You know, we always appreciate you. We love what you do. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. We're going to get you back to the tunes. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are the damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.